What is up, quality people? Welcome back to a quality pod on the quality life. My name is Joshua Prophet. I'm here joined with my beautiful or by my beautiful girlfriend. Kenya McIntosh. That is right. The quality life was created to encourage you to elevate your lifestyle by adopting biblical virtues. We have a great show lined up for you, but first we are going to acknowledge some of you quality people out there. First, we have Aunt Cindy. I'm back. It's great to be live again. Yep, and we have luxurious elements in the house. Greetings all. I'm here in the studio at the moment. You know I have to support you too. Much uh, love. So she is working. She's a working. Working. Why don't you give the people just a, a little taste or a little promo about your mom's business, Luxurious Elements? Okay. My mom, she has a business called Luxurious Elements where she makes art pieces out of like resin, out of different paints and everything like that. So she makes like custom art pieces to put into your own, put into your home. So it's like add, the saying is add luxurious elements to any space. So she just mm-hmm. creates a bunch of home decor items. Makes luxurious elements. Yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We have an incredible show. Um, one story or the first segment is probably going to tick you off a little bit. Yeah. Guaranteed to tick you off a little Trigger bit. Trigger alert. The second segment will give you some more hope. But there will be a trigger alert for the first segment um, as we're going over a coach who made some racist remarks. Um, He actually impacts our local town because he coaches many of the athletes that are, you know, competing in our local area. But the second one is on the, which is the, the thumbnail of the video, is about Logan Paul kind of being confronted by, you know, God in a sense. Ryan Garcia, you know. Went on impulsive, and they kind of asked him a question about his faith, and he just left Logan Paul there speechless, who has been, you know, critical of Christianity and, you know, some of the views that we have don't quite align with some of the views that he has, which is fine. But we're going to um, get into that and see what we can take from it as quality people. Um, before we get into that, what tea are you drinking today? It doesn't look like you're drinking any tea. <laughs> I'm drinking H2O today. Drinking some quality water. The quality water, <laughs> yes, exactly. I got my favorite, the honey chamomile. So, hey, quality people, make sure you share this with a quality friend. We're about to get into the show. But before we do, I need you to do me one thing. Like for the algorithm. You can argue with theology all day, but there's you know certain things that make you a Christian, and there's certain fruit that you produce when you are a Christian, and that's how we are able to you know tell you apart from the world. And at the end of the day, Jesus is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. You can give three seconds, just like smiling at someone, saying hi, how's your right. day going, or three seconds in a way of grace, like if someone makes you upset, like take three seconds, just breathe, yes. and be like, okay. Hot water. Prolific coach is exposed for insanely racist videos. And we're about to get into that because it impacts us in our local community. You're not going to want to miss this. Quality people, this is quality life. Advice that leads you closer to Christ if you bout it. But if you're not, it's your time to leave one more time. 
because we don't want to be quality by ourselves. Like we warned you before, this is a trigger warning. warning. You're going to hear some offensive language that is quite offensive to the black community from a white American. But this needs to be brought to light, and we're going to see what biblical lessons we can learn from this. So, Mark Taylor is a, well, just a little background. Mark Taylor is a speed coach around our local area here in Warner Robins, Georgia. And he's coached a lot of really good athletes. So he's gotten to, you know, meet a lot of really good athletes. Athletes have gone to Georgia. He's seen posing with Jalen Hurts before. I'm not, I don't think he worked with Jalen Hurts in any capacity. I think he just ran into him at an event. But nevertheless, he's seen posing with Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, all these, you know, top tier coaches, but it's all going to be a race because the truth of who he is has been exposed. I'm going to play some videos again. Trigger warning, if you got kids around, probably not the, not the video. Come back in about 15 minutes. We'll have a video for them. So here we go. Room service. I need y'all niggas to bring me some chicken wings, mm. two hoes. A red bone and a white girl. Yeah, I want the white girl. Uh, Rogue gonna try the, the red bone. No, no, Borf ain't coming. Yeah, he was here. Now. All right, so you, you hear that he's he's backstory. He's in Atlanta, and these are supposed to be private messages that got leaked by somebody. We don't officially know who leaked them, but apparently he's sending these to his closest buddies saying, I'm in Atlanta. Uh, order me a red bone, which is, you know, a light-skinned black girl, essentially. And he's telling his friend, or he's saying that he's ordering basically these prostitutes. Um, and so just to give you some backstory. But it's all just just sick stuff. I mean, this is a sickness. We're going to play the rest of the video for you. He make them leave. He, he make the red bone leave. Yeah, he, no, he don't do that. Anything. So I tried that one time at the house. Yeah. Just row. Yeah. So he, 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 he probably do it, and he probably going to throw out that we on the 14th floor. He probably throw out the window when he's done with her. Mm. Yeah. Cheap rate. Atlanta. I'm not even going to play the next part because he drops a hard ER. A hard Oh, well, there you go. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> I didn't Downtown play. Atlanta, row. I didn't want to play that for you. But essentially, what we want to pose is, hey, this is, you know, the wickedness of man coming out of him. And in the Bible, Jesus actually says that it's not what goes into your body that defiles you. It's actually what comes out. So our first Bible verse that we have for you is Mark 7, 20, 22, where he's saying, and he, and he said, it is what comes out of a person that defiles for it is from within, from the human heart that evil intentions come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, adver- avarice, Wickedness, deceit, debauchery, envy, slander, pride, and folly. So what are your kind of comments on this that we've seen so far? Um, So far, it just doesn't sit right with my spirit. Like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen that in like, I guess, like that. So yeah, it just doesn't sit right. First initial thoughts. Well, yeah. I mean, just think about it's, it's literally his wickedness coming out yeah. um, of, of his heart, essentially. It's so unfortunate. Right. And the other thing is he, he puts up a front. You mm-hmm. see him posing with, you know, different athletes. Like, here's a profile 
one of his profile pictures. He's posing with different athletes. Basically, all of his clients, like 95% of them are black. But then this comes out, and it's like, wow, I've been – no matter what you think about the guy, whether he's a good coach or he's a bad coach, you got to check him on – you know, his hold heart. Hold him accountable, yeah. Exactly, and hold him accountable. But we'll get into how we should hold him accountable. We got a few more videos that we're going to play for you. Coming up here, Andrew's got a conference with the legislature, real estate thing and all, in uh, downtown Atlanta, staying here at the uh, Omni Hotel over here by the CNN. Ain't seen a white person in sight. Hold on. Homeless. Wow. So, I mean, that just kind of shows you. It's just like, does it matter? Yeah, does it matter? I mean, you're in downtown Atlanta. Does it matter? You could have been, like, for instance, we stayed in Soho, which was in New York. And granted, New York's a little different because you got any and everybody walking around any and every town. But just because I was in a different setting or a different culture doesn't mean it's like, Oh, oh, no, end of the world. Right, or that I'm going to talk bad about their culture. It's yeah. like, you chose to be in that culture. Let's proceed. This one's on the street. Every restaurant looking in here is black. Every car beside them is black. Mm. They can have Atlanta. They, and why are you it there? used to be a fun place to come to up here. They can have this place right here. This is a sickness. It's a sickness, guys. No, I just need to, there, there, there's your... Yeah, well, it was, a, it was just a sign up there. It had Obama and all them on there and stuff, man. So. And so it's like, I you can disagree with po- politics or you can disagree with, I mean, just certain things that go on in other cultures, but that doesn't mean you just badmouth it and, you know, just talk wretched, especially um, this is one of the lessons that we need to learn as Christians. The Bible says you need to love your enemies. And part of loving your enemies is, hey, they're your enemies. So obviously you're in, in some sort of disagreement with them, but your job or your intention shouldn't be to wish harm and evil on them. And we'll get into that Bible verse later when where it talks about vengeance is the Lord, right? Our job is to you know seek truth, seek the beauty in the world, and seek all things that are good and holy and righteous, which is God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Everything else works itself out. Yeah, that's all that's up here. That's all that's up here, man. And stuff is just crap. Yeah. Yeah, you and Borf need to come up here and go hunting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's gross. I'm not going to play the rest of that but, one. Um, I have a comment. It makes me think of, like, I feel like if it was vice versa, right? Right. And if, say, like, it's a black person doing something criminal, whatever, that kind of makes, you know, black people look bad. Like, with this video, I feel like it makes white people look bad. And I think it makes... It makes the perception yeah, when by really other the per- races yeah. perceive... You know, oh, is this how all, you know, white people think? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When really it's like a soul issue. It's a, it's a person issue. Exactly. I mean, but that kind of gets us into our second Bible verse. It says, the highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their way preserve their lives. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be a lowly spirit among the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. So, I mean, it's just saying like, hey. Eventually, everything's just going to come to light, right? And so, are you on the highway 
of the upright. And that's actually our question. Are you on the highway of the upright? This is the self-check for everybody out there. I mean, I don't expect you to be as wicked as this person, but we all need to have you know, a self-check and keep ourselves accountable, surround ourselves with people who are also going to hold us to the same standard. Because if we're being truthful, we all... There's always something to fix. We, we all have that capacity to have that amount of hatred in our heart and to be that wicked. And so we all need to, you know, make sure that we are in check and on the right path. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. We got one more video for you. Again, trigger warning. That tree right there? Yeah. Do you see that tree right there? Roe will hang you from that tree. Yeah. Disgusting. It's just disgusting, guys. It's just disgusting. And I mean, getting into our, our last two verses, it says, and he said, it what, or he said, it is what comes out of a person. Hold on. Is that the same verse? Yes. Oh. Basically, this verse was supposed to be the all things come to light verse. And so we're going to go to our last verse then, which is Romans 12, 19, 21. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink, for by doing this, you will repay. Keep burning coals of their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And I think that's what we need to do, right? It's okay to be angry, but we need to have righteous indignation, right? And so our last question is like, how should we respond? How should we respond in this scenario? Doing what we're doing now, exposing exposing him and providing a solution on how to act. What's the solution? <laughs> um, I guess I would say, I don't know. I feel like all you can do is like pray for his heart and take over his business. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I definitely think as uh, Christians, it's not our job to, seek vengeance that is the lord's right our job is to seek truth and to seek justice and so just because like if you do the crime then you got to do the time just because you're sorry that you did the crime you still did the crime and so justice still needs to be served and i think justice in this case is hey don't send your person to his place of employment to his business unless we see a radical change and so that's justice being served because there's not necessarily a crime for you know being overtly racist in america and so what how can we seek justice otherwise is okay protest his business all right make him and then pray like you said pray that he repents and turns from his way and we see a radical change in his life will that happen we don't know, but we do want to pray. We put a poll down in the chat. We want to hear from you. Do you have any closing thoughts, Kenya? Um, yeah, what he did was absolutely disgusting. And I really do genuinely pray like he comes to see his wrongdoing. 
as do I. Quality people, make sure you share this with a quality friend. Get this out there. But I need you to do one more thing for me. Like for the algorithm. My face like just broke out. I felt so ugly, guys. Reading and diving into the word about it. One, it could be way worse. And two, that's not what defines my beauty. What defines my beauty is like I what I present to the world, what God has given me. You don't need to be fixed. There's nothing that about you that needs to be physically fixed. And that's what makes us beautiful is like the inward work that he does. Some people can get so like consumed, like especially as a girl, like you can get so consumed with, oh, I gotta have my lashes. I have, I have to have a beat face. Mm -hmm. I have to look a certain way so I can get this kind of man or I can get friends. I think it really takes like a point in life where it's like, those things don't matter. There's perfection in your imperfection, and that perfection is going to come for the work that Christ does in your life um, to make you, you know, spiritually better rather than you know physically better. A lot of people end up going into situationships because they're like, well, I'm not ready to be in a relationship yet. But right. it's like, but you're doing everything that would be a relationship. Why is you're seeing them? And you don't have a commitment. Yeah, you don't. So it's like... You know deep down, like I said this in my video, you know deep down you want a relationship. Right. So just be intentional about wanting a relationship. You want somebody of good character and of good virtue rather than, you know, somebody who you are just off the charts physically attracted to, but they have, you know, the things and the characteristics that won't allow them to inherit the kingdom of God. Quality hangout. It's a quality hangout. All right, it's time for us to read your comments and answer your questions. Let's see what's going on out there, chat. Quality people, this is quality life if you bout it. Hello. But if you're not, it's time to acknowledge the quality people. What we got out there? Let's go. We got Miss Sonia. She says, so you are whipping up something special in the studio. Make it happen, T-Mac. Go, Mom. Yeah. Go Luxurious Elements in the studio, as are we. As are we. We got another one. She says, the Lord is allowing evil to be exposed. This is a prime example how a simple-minded man achieved some level of success that has now been erased by his own disgusting behavior. Right. What a shame. Yes, you reap what you sow. And that's it's it's a also an example of just botching the blessing that God has given yeah. you. He's given you, I mean, and that's the same that goes with, you know, people who misuse their platform. God gives you this big platform and you use it to spread hatred or you use it to spread, you know, these ideologies yeah. that are not truthful, that are hurting people as opposed to blessing them. We got Aunt Cindy. She says, the candid camera caught him. No excuses now. Finally exposed. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Taylor displayed a level of hatred and evil for the very ethnicity that made him successful. Mm. No one, black or white, should patronize his business. I agree. Wow, yeah. And I like how she said, no one. I mean, like... Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, like just no one because it's not it's not even a matter of he's a white man. It's a matter of 
He's a wicked man. And so let's make sure that he is repentant before, you know, we start going back to him for, you know, giving him business, giving him profits, right? And that doesn't mean that we exile the man. We still pray for him. We still wish him to come, you know, and enter the kingdom of God. But it's... We don't need to send his business. Like, he doesn't deserve our business because he's showing us that he's in a direct mm-hmm. enemy of ours. Yeah. And so, like I said, you love your enemy by not wishing them well or wishing them, you know, complete harm and destruction and being vengeful towards them. But you always seek justice and you always seek truth, right? And you always defend yourself if you have to. Uh, Jesus wasn't, Jesus' gospel wasn't weak. He, no, he, would, he would defend the not truth. Not at all. Um, she says the Lord has ex- exacted vengeance by exposing Taylor for the wicked person that he is. Surround yourself with quality people. Taylor was making his videos for Roe and Boyd. They will be exposed very soon as well. Oh, yeah, because in the, in those videos you constantly heard yeah. him saying, "Hey, Roe." Or, hey, I think it was Boyd. I couldn't really tell what it was. Yeah. Um, some people know, you know, far more than me. And the other thing is, this kind of hits close to home because my brother actually went to three sessions with the guy. Really? When he was in high school. Because, I mean, you hear you hear things around town. It's like, oh, this guy is, you know, turning athletes into and getting them scholarships and stuff. And so my mom, she's a, she ran track and she's very serious about speed. And my brother's a he was a he's very fast as an athlete, as a as a baseball player. And so she was like, Well, I'll sign him up and just to see if he can get any faster, get better, because you're always looking to improve. Yeah. And so he went out to I think three sessions. And mom's like, nah, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, and yeah. that has nothing to do with like his character per se. But I mean, yeah, but then now to see that this has come out, it's like wow. It's yeah, like crazy. Wolf and sheep, or wolf and sheep's clothing, right? Yeah. Definition of it. What else do we have out there? All right, guys. And Cindy says Esther chapter six proves what happens when we sit when we wait for God's timing. Haman was hung on his own gallows. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Right. <laughs> and I love all the biblical... Isn't it crazy? Um, if you really understand the meaning and significance of the Bible, you'll actually see almost all the Bible stories play out in your life because they're always happening around you in some in some manner, in some fashion, um, whether, I mean, not necessarily verbatim exactly how the story happens, but symbolically in our lives, you can match a lot of stories, pretty much at least one story from the Bible to anything that's going on in anybody's life. And that's why the Bible is the greatest, <laughs> greatest book of all time. Yeah. All right, so let, we can shift gears. We'll, we're still reading your comments, but we'll shift gears a little bit. Um, my softball team is 6-0. and We got a win yesterday by forfeit because the team didn't even show up. We got there. Undefeated. And we were waiting around, and they just didn't show up. And we were thinking, man, we must have beat them so bad last time that they don't even want any part of us. <laughs> they don't want no smoke. Now, listen to this. Last time we played this team, we scored 22 runs in the top of the first. So before they even hit, they were down 22-0. to zero. So we were thinking... Man, and just just full disclosure, this is probably the worst team 
in the whole league. Like they're just they haven't won a game, and so we we're thinking, and we're at the top, so we we're thinking, man, they just didn't want to show up. Come to find out, um, they just couldn't get in contact with anybody. I guess it doesn't sound like they tried very hard, but they didn't have enough players to play, so they weren't dodging us. But maybe they were dodging us. We don't know. But we're back at it tomorrow, and. I'm pretty sure the team tomorrow that we're going to play will show up. So should have a little fun. What's going on in your personal life before we get to our main section? What's going on in my personal life? Um, Is anything fun? Anything, anything fun? Anything going on? Um, just working and just really trying to make sure I'm on top of working out and eating right. Like we've been into meal prepping right. lately. So that's been fun to cook and Try new recipes and stuff. It's been great to not have to worry about cooking every night and just pop a home cooked meal straight into the microwave or just heat it up and yeah, it's it's been a it's been a load off for sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it makes doing stuff like this and setting up a lot less stressful because it's like okay, we know we can the eating part is taken care of. Now we can focus more on creating some quality content. Guys, we are going to get into our main section and this part is going to bless you like it blessed us like it blessed us so make sure you share this with a quality friend we will be right back Break for the algorithm. praise what don't praise this i like this twerking for the lord we do not think you're going straight to hell hold up huh it's like they're bringing the world to the church and trying to to have the world transform the church in the word rather yeah. than the word transforming, you know, the hearts and minds of the believers. Logan Paul versus God. <laughs> Ryan Garcia leaves Logan Paul speechless about Jesus. Quality people, this is quality life advice that leads you closer to christ if you're about Hello. it but if you're not it's your time to leave one time for the one time because we don't want to be quality by ourselves now logan paul has been skeptical about christianity in the past he even gotten he actually fell under criticism for criticizing his co-host george jenko who is a professed christian he Proclaims it boldly and proudly, but he had a problem with George being a Christian, and they kind of went at it on one episode, and he caught a lot of flack because he was being pretty hateful towards George while telling George that Christianity is hateful. So it was, yeah, kind of the hypocrisy there. But it got me to asking, and we'll play the clip for you, so you're going to want to stick around, but we got a few things that we want to cover, and this is one of them. Our first question is, what are we to do with people who reject the gospel. What are we to do? Um, I would say represent your life like you live it. Yeah. I felt like that was worded weird, but no, like <laughs> show don't tell. Or I yeah. mean you 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 always tell, right? Yeah, but always you, tell. You also want to show. And yeah. it kind of goes back to the before you can judge the speck in your brother's eye, you need to get the plank out of your own. Yeah. And the goal is, hey, you 
need to help your brother get the speck out of his eye. But before you can do that, you need to make sure that your house is in order, that your temple is pure and clean. Now we have a viral TikTok. Do you have something to say? Yeah, I was just going to add, like, because I have like a lot of family and I have friends that, Mm -hmm. you know, don't really live for Christ. Right. But all I can do is like just live my life accordingly and pray for them behind the scenes. Yeah, a lot of a lot more people will be susceptible if you show them rather than beating them over the head with your words. Of course, in your words and in your actions, you represent Christ. Um, even when you're not saying, "Oh, like I live for Jesus," right? You you always repper. You should be a reflection of what you want the community to look like. And as Christians, we want the community to look like the kingdom of God. And so we must be the light bearers of 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 Christ. Um, we have a viral TikTok of an apologist. So a woman just went at this apologist, kind of like Logan went at George. Ooh. And so here we go. That below. Question number two. Wrong is there video. Any, why should I believe that Jesus, Jesus was right resurrected? One. Because the historical evidence is that okay, he really you died medical, and he really rose from the dead. medical records and I'll believe it, okay? You show oh. me Jesus Christ's medical chart, I'll, be, I'll buy into it. I'll be a Christian today. Man, they didn't keep medical records in the first century. Oh, Tell that's them. so convenient, isn't that? That's wonderful. Hey, it is. Rather, it's real so convenient for you to say, knowing Uh-oh. full well they didn't keep medical records in the first century, it's so convenient for you to say, all right, if, if you give me the medical records, then I'll believe. Talk about convenient. Give me right. a break. Amen. Come on, man, let's be honest. How convenient of you to say, unless we have it on Polaroid film, I can't believe it, knowing full well they didn't have Polaroid film in the first century. How convenient of you to say, well, show me the medical records from NYU Hospital, and then I'll believe Jesus rose from the dead, knowing full well NYU Hospital did not exist in the first century. Come on, man. Homer, Herodotus, Sophocles, Plato, Aristotle, Mm. show me the medical records for them, will you? Show them. Historical knowledge is not based on medical records, ma'am. It's based on the trustworthiness of eyewitness testimony. And the eyewitnesses is that Herodotus and Aristotle and Cicero and Virgil really lived. They're not just figments of people's fertile imagination. And the historical evidence is that Jesus really lived, really died, and really rose from the dead. And eyewitnesses saw him risen from the dead. And they wrote what they saw. That's historical knowledge. That was brilliant. And that gives us into our question. Is there a good case for the resurrection? We believe there is. We absolutely believe there is. And we're about to get into a video that shows you kind of a breakdown. That Logan Paul video is coming up and it all ties together. But there is a very good case for the resurrection. But we're going to let Elisa Childers kind of give us the rundown on what the case is. That below. Question number two. Is there any evidence that the resurrection of Jesus actually happened? So esteemed historian and New Testament scholar Gary Habermas collected over 1,400 of the most critical scholarly works written between 1975 and 2003 about the resurrection of Jesus. These works ranged from the ultra-liberal to the far-right conservative, and he discovered that virtually every scholar agreed on several points surrounding the resurrection of Jesus. Here are four of them. Number one— that Jesus died by Roman crucifixion. Number two, that Jesus' disciples believed he rose from the dead and appeared to them and were willing to suffer and die for- Now that's a big one, right? 
One, because you can say, oh, he wasn't crucified. Well, there's there's just countless documents Witnesses. stating otherwise. Yeah. Number two, now you have these people who believe that Jesus rose from the dead, and now they're willing to change their whole theology yeah. and their whole life and in a lot of die cases for die yeah. for this, you know, for this thing that they believe. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we can say that, you know, the crucifixion is reliable. And then going back to the last video, a lot of people will say, man, like, I'm not going to believe that. Like, where's the hard evidence? Where's the scientific, like, you, nobody's resurrected from the past. But it's like everything that, like, a lot of the things that you believe in your life are because somebody told you or you as an eyewitness saw it. And so we are, based on historical evidence, trusting the eyewitnesses and the testimonies of these people as Christians. These beliefs. Number three, that the church persecutor Paul suddenly became a Christian after having an experience that he believed was the risen Jesus. Number four, the brother of Jesus and famously skeptical James was suddenly converted after he believed he had seen the risen Jesus. Habermas also noted that somewhere around 75% of scholars also agree that Jesus' tomb was found empty. The best explanation of these minimal facts is that Jesus was, in fact, resurrected from the dead. Amen. That's a big one. Hallelujah. Those last two are really big because Paul was running around killing Christians because he was so strict in his Jewish faith that he thought that's the only thing that he he thought that he was doing the right thing Mm -hmm. because he thought the Christians were blasphemous. Mm -hmm. He has an encounter with Jesus and this suddenly strict, devout Jew... turns into a radical Christian. And the same thing happens with the brother of Jesus, James, who was a very devout Jew, didn't necessarily believe. He was like, uh, my brother, I mean, my brother? Uh, he's a little crazy, you know, like he, he be speaking some facts, but you know, not all, he doesn't <laughs> got it all up there. But then he witnesses and now he's like, wow, no, like I was a strict Jew. Now I'm sold out for Christ. And so those are, you know, different ways that we can know that the the resurrection or the fact that the resurrection happened is reliable from a Christian standpoint. But what we really want to get into is this Logan Paul clip. And this is how you can witness to people. Just tell them your testimony, right? By believing in Jesus, keep it simple. And I think Ryan Garcia does a very good job in this clip. You're very religious as well. You got a cross in your chest. George is very religious. Yeah. Um, Christianity? Yeah. Uh, that's what I've always, um, not what I've always, but as I've grown, I've came to obviously the faith of Christianity and my belief uh, in Jesus Christ. That he died for our sins and that's what I hold true to myself. Now, as I got older, of course, you ask yourself so many questions, especially with my type of mind. I ask questions in anything. So as I went through that whole process, uh, I really got revelation and Mm. I've been honored to be blessed to be in the presence of God at times. It's almost like this. When you're when you search and you continue to search, you know, and you get enlightened in moments, you want to scream it out to everybody. Amen. Wow, that, that's big right there. When you search and you continue to search, you get enlightened in moments. And so yeah. 
that Bible, it's one of my favorite Bible verses. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And he's talking about, you know, the things of this world you, you won't have to worry about, but just seek my righteousness first. And that's exactly what this young man was doing. He's seeking God and he's sold out for him. And because he is, he's able to receive the revelations that God has in his life. He's not necessarily able to receive, he didn't say money. He didn't say anything material. He said revelations because having a sound mind is just infinitely more important than having the material things of this world. Yeah. And I like how he says, ask God, like, Mm -hmm. just give him a try. Like, just with all your heart, just like, okay, God, if you're real, like, help, like, show me you're real. And he'll, like, he will show you. It's crazy. No, I totally agree. And just look at this frame, guys, right here. George Janko is the guy that's sitting next to him, who was the guy who was criticized by Logan a couple months ago for being a Christian. He, and Logan really pressed him hard on his views. And so, I mean, this is a beautiful, just a beautiful snapshot right here, because George is like, man, like, I'm learning how I can probably better evangelize. Like, he's just, you can tell that he's like really blessed to be in the presence of somebody who's like-minded like he is. And this, that's why it's important. You can have friends who don't who disagree with you. As a matter of fact, I encourage you to have friends that disagree with you, but your core like family members, the people in your inner circles, they need to, you know, all be going in the same direction as you, all be headed to the same place, or else you won't you're gonna have it's like the the saying, you'll have too many Indians and not or you'll have too many chiefs, not enough Indians, right? Get back into and it. you want to tell everybody of what you discovered. It's like if you want to talk about stoicism, there's a part. Uh, I think it was you meant stoicism. Uh, Socrates, somebody, somebody that was <laughs> studying stoicism back in the Greek times. There's hey, a, listen to this, guys. This is a situation big. he put people in a cave, right? Or Allegory of the cave, a cave, right? And then all they seen was shadows, and that's all the reality they knew. <laughs> mm. And then one guy escaped it. And then he was able to see the light and where the shadows were coming from. And he discovered the truth um, outside of that cave. Then he went back and tried to tell those people, yo, there's this out there. And they looked at him like a madman. Kind of same way of the things I discovered Mm. with my fate Mm. and the things that I've been enlightened with and the presence that I've felt before and the peace I felt and the focus he's given me and the wisdom Mm. that he's displayed onto me. I want to tell people. But- True understanding comes from within. So unless you're willing to search for it and with uh, trying hard, just like you do in everything else, you'll you'll never find it. Wow, that's just brilliant. Because he's like, hey, a lot of people are disciplined in certain areas of their life. You're a go getter, chasing after this business. You're a go getter, being disciplined in your sport. But are you a go getter when it comes to seeking the things of God, or are you just skeptical? Oh no, that's not for me. Because if you were had just as much discipline and just as much diligence in seeking that, maybe you would find just as much revelation as when you you know figure out your swing in baseball, when you figure out the best way to run a route in football, or when you figure out the best way to sell a product to you know a certain person. It's like seek the kingdom of God just as hard as you do all these other worldly things, and He will reveal Himself to you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because it's only going to come within you. 
I can I could scream to the world. I could scream to you all day long. You know, Jesus is the answer, which I will because what I've learned, because I have such a mind like that, Amen. I've came to that conclusion. Amen. But again, it's all within yourself. You have to search. You have to try to find. You have to ask constantly. And then, you know, that, that's how you find out. You have to, you have to seek and then you'll find. If you have ears to li listen, that's what Jesus says. If you Let's have go. ears, let you hear. If you have eyes, let you see. If you're not willing to do that, then I'm going to dust my feet off and I'm going to walk in what I know. Amen. What the Ooh. truth is. But again, I don't want to get too religious, but that's just how I move. Mm, don't get religious. Just tell them truth. That was excellent. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, man. Dude, I'm, that, dude, that was great. So Even blessed to be the sitting heathens. here watching you guys have that conversation. That's amazing. Hey there, if you like the clip, make sure to subscribe. Or Now, that's crazy, though. But it says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. When you, when you put the truth out in front of them, even the, even the demons will tremble. Yeah. Um, that last part, what he said, it made me think of Paul and how... He would go out and he would evangelize and he right. would spread the gospel. And when I was first learning on how, like, how do I evangel evangelize? <laughs> how do I do that? Like, how do I tell people about Jesus? How, what is the, how do I say the gospel in a way right. that people can understand? And it's like, well, you just say the truth. You say the truth. And then if they listen have ears to listen. Right. And okay, awesome. But if they don't and they want to give you a hard time about it, then it's like, okay, well, I tried. You're just not going to listen. Right, yeah. And another thing that he did well, and he did, he probably didn't even mean to do this, It's we get so focused on what do we need to say? How do we need to preach to these people? But he was just talking about his experience. And, so, yeah. and that's all the apostles were doing when they were going from town to town, from church to church. They were telling about their experience with Jesus. They were telling about their experience with the Holy Spirit. They didn't have to come up with ways to preach. When Jesus was preaching, he, he would relate it and he would talk in parables. And that's almost what Ryan did because he, he took something that's you know popular in the world that a lot of people follow, which is Stoicism, or especially for guys like Logan Paul. And I've studied some Stoicism as well. And he was able to relate to them in that way. And that just goes to show you that when you're evangelizing to people, he's going to give you the right things to say. You just need to speak from your heart. And if you have been living in his will, it will flow out of you. That gets us into our Bible verse that we're going to end with. It says, listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with you and you with me. And that just goes to show you, hey, seek God just as hard as you do anything else in your life and see, what? And just, just let them in. Just yeah. let them into the door. Quality people, make sure you share this with a quality friend. Let's get into some comments before we get on out of here. Uh, I queued some up, Kenya, so you want to pop them on the screen? Yes. We got pray for them, but don't force it on them. Remember to always keep the door open for the next Christian to witness. Amen. Plant those seeds. Uh -uh. We got wipe the dust off your feet and keep moving. Matthew ten fourteen, And whoever, whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust off your feet. 
of your feet. I like it. I like it. Got long stream tonight. Wow. Hey, day. Welcome back, MR. Welcome. I hope you saw the stream yesterday. I shouted you out because we were talking about how I came to Christ. And so you got a little cameo because that, that night in Kansas was a beautiful night indeed because that was the night I surrendered to Christ. I want to hear his POV on it. Hey, if he comes on. Point. Hey. Oh, yeah. Speaking of this, since uh, this is going to be cut out anyway. Tomorrow, we're going to have our first guest on quality or our first guest in this iteration of quality. And so we're going to have a couple. We're going to try to do a couple of the week every week. And we're going to have Kenya's best friend, Taylor, and her husband, Yay. Scott, on tomorrow. So we are very excited about that. So you're not going to want to miss that. We're going to be reacting to a video, but then we're also going to get into how their Christian relationship works. So it's going to be a fun stream. But yeah, I would love Mayday to come on if he is willing and able. Maybe, maybe not. This this is an open invitation. It's not telling <laughs> you to come on, but just just let us know. We got Search the Scriptures Daily. Amen to Absolutely. that. That's all we got. That's all we got. Well, thank you guys for being here. We will be back, like I said, tomorrow. It's going to be pretty much the same time. We're going to start 15 minutes earlier at 9. And we'll try to have the stream schedule. We'll try to get you to, or we'll try to get you our stream schedule for next week. Tomorrow, we're still working it out because I think I'm going to be traveling for work in the middle of the week. So we will keep you posted on that. But we just want to thank you for being here. We're growing this community. We're getting new subscribers every day. So thank you Welcome for sharing these videos. Thank you for liking the, the videos. Like I mean, it, it, goes, it, it does a lot more than you think it does. From the bottom of our heart, we want to say thank you. Again, quality people, make sure you share this with a quality Friend, we will see you tomorrow. But before you go, quality.